With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Leadership Lean In. We're jumping in with author. Now, it... The official results are coming out. Shout out to Jason Teagle and the Kaleidoscope team. Come on, come on. The official results will come out. We'll know probably tonight, but I'm just going to call it right now. New York Times bestseller author is here in the house, uh, David Nurse. Uh, We got got a kid, Wanster. This is Juan, our producer. We got to get some like, have to, or like, you know, like a clap, like a, like, a huge uh, ovation. I would like that. Or maybe like a, a glass window shattering, like a breakthrough. Oh, <laughs> for your book, Breakthrough. You know, yeah. I've always loved like, you know, Colin Coward or like any of these pockets mm. where they like, they have a button in it. And it, or it's, Juan. Juan. Juan, are Get you out kidding of here. me? MVP. Come Juan's on. getting a raise right there. I, He's getting a Christmas <laughs> bonus for that right he, now. He should. You're getting New York Times. This guy's getting, Juan, hit me with another sound effect. When, as soon Juan? as you find it, hit one. Because I'm excited about this new, that's the first sound effect in the history of Leadership Lean in the podcast. Did we just set a record here? Yeah, we set a record, oh me and you. Gosh. New York Times. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm into all of I it. I don't even know if it was a joke, but it was funny. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. Absolutely, uh, brother. As what I like to call the pod. We are a podcast that's all about the subject of leadership. We lean into it. We believe whatever you lean into, it leans into you. Mm. It's actually a biblical mm. principle out of Proverbs 4. You know, call wisdom your sister. Put her, put wisdom around your neck. You Keep it close to you. It's calling out in the streets. And if Ooh. you do that, wisdom will advance you, promote you, favor you, bless you. So whatever you lean into, that's what's leaning into you. That's a Jesus thing, by the way. Jesus says, if you lean into me, you remain in me. I remain in you. Dude. So we're into leadership here and you are on the pod because you are a phenomenal leader. You are. How does this feel? Just look at this right here. <laughs> it's a beautiful looking book. I don't know if there's anything good. in there. I mean, we'll get into that, but it sure does look good. If you're just going to buy it, just like put it on your bookcase. And <laughs> I mean, this color is screaming at me. Yeah. The design is fantastic. It's, you know, I like the hardcover. Ooh, I didn't have anything to do with any of that. Wiley Publishing, shout out. Amazing. Phenomenal. We got the great Ed Millette here. Ooh, yep. Impact entrepreneur, best-selling author. He's he's here. Kelly Olenek. Yeah, have I told you my Kelly Olenek story? Please Did I already tell you this? tell me. No, he's one of my best friends. Okay, so Kelly, so years ago, he's probably a sophomore sophomore, or junior at Gonzaga. I'm preaching in, in uh, Spokane, Washington. And they said to me, after you preach, do you want to go play basketball on Gonzaga's court? Now, that alone is enough. Yes. So we do the service. It's phenomenal. The, the, you know, I got a guy with me. We change our basketball gear. We go down. Olenek. And what was the other point guard's name from Canada also? His. his. Oh, yeah. He was great. I was shocked he didn't make it at Man, the next level. I'm, it's on the tip of my tongue. I know yeah, what you're talking about. Yeah, yep. phenomenal. Mm-hmm. So two Canadian kids. They're there just shooting. So they start playing with us. So me and Olenek run the whole night and Vine had just come out. 
So me and Olenek are playing. We're getting along. We're talking in between. We're having fun. And then um, I had just started a Vine account. And I said, let's make this video. So we did this really cool Vine video. And he loved it. He's like, I can't believe how good it turned out. So we exchanged numbers and we kept in contact for a while. That guy is a phenomenal hooper and person. Oh, I, I, we're taking a selfie and sending this to him. Like He's amazing, incredibly talented. Get this. So we go to Hawaii, me and my wife and him and his fiance. He's the best fo- photographer I've ever been around. Stop. Oh, yeah, yeah. He he's is a the creative. Best, creative, best cook. Like wow. he, he's started his own Kells Kitchen. Dude's, yeah, talented. It's amazing. Yeah. He's, he's in Detroit right now, right? In Detroit. In Detroit. That's mm-hmm. tough stuff. Yeah, so it's always it's hard to leave South Beach. It is for the roaring metropolis of yeah, Detroit. Detroit. But by the way, the other night when the fight happened, I love having you on the pod because we can talk leadership and basketball. Oh yeah, we better. You right? We have to. There's not a lot of people I've had on the pod that have NBA in their handle. That's <laughs> <Yeah>, true. <laughs> hey, let's just say that's about the only handle I had on the court. I could shoot it, but did the you, handle wasn't going there. Call, you played college oh, where? College played Western Illinois. Western Illinois. Play a little professional overseas. Ooh. Hey, hey, I'll tell you this: it was more like the Will Ferrell semi-pro than it was the actual <laughs> professional. But no one needs to know that. You know what the the funniest thing is when I'm speaking. A lot of times they won't like really do their homework, and they're like, "Here's former NBA player David Nurse." I don't correct them. Why would I? <laughs> Why would I correct them? No, we're not correcting that. They don't need to know I was in a, a, a league in Italy. I, I, yeah. Yeah, totally. It was in the northern Spain, Basque region. Don't even Maybe. speak Spanish up there. And Wow. Yeah, the whole story of it is, man, I, I poured every ounce I had into playing in the NBA. Like right. I grew up in the middle of nowhere, cornfields of Iowa. My vertical is about two. My parents probably should have said play golf or tennis, something like right, that. Right, right, right. I'm like, no, nah, I got this. NBA, MJ, that's me. Yep. And I grind my way to college basketball overseas, wow. and I get cut from the second division team. Joke of a team. And I poured everything I had into it. I was doing like yeah. two a days, wow. film study. So like I still thought I was playing in the NBA with no backup playing at 24 years wow. old. I come home and feeling bad for myself. And I was told I wasn't good enough for that. Like all my hopes, goals, and dreams turned upside down, face rubbed in the dirt. And I'm just licking my wounds on my parents' reclined chair for six months down in small town, Missouri. And my mom said this, this quote, she'd always say these motivational, inspirational quotes. I was just like, whatever, mom, in one ear, out the other ear. Right. But I remember vividly, she was doing dishes. I was kicked back in the chair. She said, David, when one door closes, four open in an entire beachfront patio overlooking the ocean. I was like, stop, wait, what? No, I thought it was one and one. Right. But what it told me was it, wow. it opened my mind is that's the pivot I made in my life was, okay, all this I had poured into playing in the NBA. Yeah. It wasn't necessarily for me, but it was wow. to teach me how to teach others who had more God given ability, athleticism, seven foot height to get to the NBA on their own. So that's, that's when I made my mission. Okay. Time to be an NBA coach. And, and, and so you, Ed, that's 24. When do yeah. you start really getting into training and coaching and teaching it? Yeah, right then. So I I called up, or sorry, I called, emailed, and hand wrote a letter to every NBA GM. One of them got back to me a month and a half later. Wow. The Clippers, I know you're a Lakers fan. They didn't get back to me. I've I've got a Lakers (laughs) story with Polinka. I'll tell you later since you're a Lakers fan. Anyways, the Clippers GM, Gary Sachs, got back to me. We had a short conversation, and basically it was like, you know, if you're ever out in L.A., look me up. Let's grab coffee. Kind of good luck with the rest of your life type of thing. Mm. But I took that as an opportunity. I booked a ticket to L.A. for the following week, used all my money, stole some of my parents. I was going to be out in L.A. that following week to 
do a basketball camp. Right, right, you right. You know, right, so right, I didn't right, seem right, desperate. Right. And we had a great conversation, hit it off. Wow. And every relationship in the NBA stemmed from Gary Sachs right there. Like we just talked about Eric Spolster. Gary introduced me to Eric Spolster, Miami Heat, one of my closest friends Isn't now. That crazy. 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 But the but the key point is I didn't just wait around. That's right. I love I, that part. I, I went and did. I figured that, you know what? Like all I can do is shoot. So I can teach people how to shoot. Who's the best shooting coach there is? Chip England, San Antonio Spurs. I basically stalked the guy to be able to meet him. Wow. And drove out to Las Vegas without him knowing who I was just for the opportunity to meet him. Mm. Meanwhile, I created these basketballs, these shooting form basketballs with this line down the middle. Wow. So you see the rotation yeah, on it. Yeah. Had them made in China. Terrible leather. Don't ever do business with China. <laughs> Sent to the Oakland seaport. I pop in my car, drive 29 hours from Kansas City to Oakland, and I spend the next five years of my life living out of my car and wow. sleeping on friends' couches who didn't even know I was their friends, doing <laughs> basketball camps for anybody that would take me in. Wow. And, and I say that, and, and you're like, oh, people are like, oh, man, that's, wow, what a grind. But I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I loved it. I, it's like, I got to see the whole, I got to see 50 meet countries. so many people. Meet people. And I wake up five years later, well, fast forward five years, and I'm in Melbourne, Australia. I get an email. It says, Brooklyn Nets shooting coach. Wow. I thought it was spam. Like, I didn't know anybody from the Nets. Yeah. Turns out Gary had introduced somebody to me. Wow. And said, hey, you got to look at this guy. Next week, I'm the Brooklyn Nets shooting coach. There it was. So, so you go to Brooklyn, you're there, you're teaching, you're training. And did you ever feel like at any of the stops along the way, like this is a massive job. You're the Brooklyn Nets shooting coach. Do you feel like I was, I was made to do this for a short term or you feel like I'm step because now fast forward a couple of years later, now you got a book. Now you're speaking everywhere. You're doing all these amazing things. When you were there, it's it's amazing to watch the trajectory of a leader or, or just anybody's yeah. life, to be honest. Did you ever feel like when you were at the Nets, I'm going to be here for a short time or this is going to last a really, really long time? So it's a great question. And I thought it was going to be my career. That's what I've right. put pouring everything into. And I think it's the great lesson of don't just wait for things to come happen. Just just go a direction. The worst right. thing you can do is just stay still and not do anything. Right. Like you'll learn along the way. And most of your stops that you think are going to be your breakthrough probably aren't your overall breakthrough. Hmm. So I'm in Brooklyn and we go from 28th to second in three point shooting percentage, massive jump. I'm getting all this news media, 28 year old, hot up and coming coach. GM says, we're doing a three year deal. We'll have you locked in for the long term." Like, good. I'm in and I'm in new head coach comes in at the end of the year, real late in the game and boom, door shut again. I'm fired right there on the spot. Just like that. And once again, it was the Who one. Who was the new coach? coach? Kenny Atkinson. Can't stand him. Yeah. Mm-mm. You know yeah. what? Didn't even say needs it to my a, face. Needs a breakthrough. It was it was through a text. Needs a breakthrough. He needs a breakthrough. Yeah, if you're listening, Kenny, needs a breakthrough. <laughs> <laughs> like, why would he be listening? Yeah. Anyways. Up in Golden State as the assistant. <laughs> I know you're listening. So I come out to LA and I'm consulting for a friend of mine who coaches UCLA. And man, like from what happened there getting that door shut has led me to meeting my amazing wife who is way 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 cooler than me you know this for a proven fact she's amazing uh i get to write it goes back to what your mom said that's it and the funny thing is i've never heard anybody say that by the way i love that yeah when one door closes say it again four open an entire beachfront patio overlooking the ocean like so many of us think if a door closes oh woe is me but no it's gonna open you up to a better greater opportunity if i was still in brooklyn yeah there would be no book there would be no yeah. me speaking all over the yeah. place. there would be no this going on right here right now wow and guess what funny thing is me and my wife live basically overlooking the ocean in marina del rey 
God's a funny dude. Life. Not a bad life. <laughs> it's not bad. It's actually a little bit better than Brooklyn. Although I love Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. Marina Del Rey mm. in January is a little bit better than Brooklyn it, in January. It wins. Uh, yeah. Brooklyn's a cool place to go see and yeah. eat some food. Yeah. Yeah. And, and act like you got some kind of like swag to you, but don't live there. Uh-huh. <laughs> Rat, the rats are two feet long. It's real. <laughs> it's too real. So talk to me about the genesis of this whole project like when did you sit down and go i've got a book because i always feel like you know to have a book idea big enough my my my, the agent that helps me write books she's always like is this a chapter of a book or is this big enough to be a book when did you realize Mm. i got an idea that's big enough to be a book yeah so this being the second book, my first book, I just wrote a ton of stories and I didn't really know what was going on. Mm. Had an amazing editor who kind of crafted them together, but I realized, okay, I've got all these great life stories and I can put them with a point mm. and send a message through the through telling stories because we all learn through stories. I mean, leaders know that like the best way to teach is stories. I mean, that Jesus, parables yeah. all the time. Always. Yeah, stories. That's what people need. And so for this book, it's, it's funny because it came through my first big time speaking gig, which is wow. incredible how it happened. And literally was on stage for, in front of 5,000 people. got paid way too much money to do my first talk that wow. they had no idea it was my first talk. Dude, Again, I- welcome NBA <laughs> superstar to the stage. But, but so starting point guard at the Brooklyn Nets, David <laughs> Nurse is here. You're like, That's I it. never started. I, yeah. I, I, Actually, my name's Kevin Durant. I no. coached the guy. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so when I got this gig, I didn't even have, I didn't have a speaking reel. I was talking to them. I was like, you know what? I want to get into speaking because I, I had this moment that was my breakthrough. We'll just touch on my biggest breakthrough. Great. That is the, the enemy of great, as we know, is not bad. Bad things are easy to turn down. Good yep. things, really good things. Now they're tempting. <laughs> I was coaching NBA players in the offseason for Wasserman Agency, and they got all these guys. Like Russell Westbrook was on yeah, court, yeah, Clay yeah. Thompson, you name it, like the best of the best. And I was working out 25 of them. Like, I just, like, dream come true. Wow. But I was standing there just worn out, like passing out from just exhaustion and just wow. thinking, like, I'm not excited to really come to the gym and just teach people how to do a step back or look yeah. at their form. But what I did love was seeing them become encouraged in their life outside of basketball, wow. knowing that their platform was so much bigger than just a basketball and dribbling around that they could have a massive impact in seeing them become encouraged. I was like, okay, if this works for these guys at this high level, like it's got to work for other people too. Yeah. So I decided I'm going to like, I love speaking. I love being in front mm. of people and it's a gift God has given me. So I like, I was like, hey, I'm going to hit up anybody from a company that I knew that could possibly get me in touch with the person. Wow. It was Nestle Australia. Let's say fast forward like six phone calls and multiple, multiple emails. And I'm, I'm talking to the head guy that brings in speakers of Nestle. Just wow. God's gift to even get this ability to talk to him. He's like, okay, send me over your reel. I don't have a reel. What's a, what's a reel? What is a reel? So we hire my wife's acting coach and we go into this little this little church and it's got this cool stage. I bring the, on different outfits. Yeah, we yeah. bring in three friends, put them in the front row so it looks like the place is sold out. Packed. And I'm doing different outfits, giving different talks, stopping and pointing. We get this cool reel, send it to him. He's like, "Yeah, we'll do it." This is amazing. Yeah, how much? Uh, how much? Do you, how much your fee? And I mean, I said this number <laughs> it was like, way too high. And he's like, "Yeah, sure." I'm like, Dang it, I could have said more. <laughs> so, anyways, <laughs> my breakthrough became in realizing that everything I'd poured into coaching in the NBA. 
once again wasn't just for the NBA, right? But it was for to pe- like my mission that I'm on is to encourage. And when I say the word encourage, it's not just a a rah rah type of thing. Mm. It's if you break down the word encourage, it's in e n, which means mm. the inside of you. So everything yep. starts on the inside. It Always, it's not a start with. With why, and I know we're do, we're doing the yeah. find your why. Yeah. Simon Sinek says start with why, but I disagree. It start with who, knowing who you are at the core, your self awareness. Mm. So that's that's the in, and once you know the in, it leads you to the courage. Mm. And everybody's looking for courage. Yeah. Courage is the ability to literally take a step without knowing where it's going to go, and be okay with it, and t- and, mm. and go for your goals, go for your dreams. I'm a firm believer that we all have a God given gift specifically for us, but yet we block it. Mm. We we keep like God gives me this gift and I'm like you know what uh, Billy down the road doesn't think it's that cool I should probably not do right. it like that's a slap in God's face yes like what what like I'm I'm so into people mm. that just pour into their passion no matter what it is yep. even if you go down to the local coffee place and the guy's yeah. like oh this bean is roasted in Honduras <laughs> at 37 degrees Fahrenheit I love it man tell yeah. me that backstory passion passion yep. And that's the courage, that's the courage that we can embrace. Mm. So you have your in, who you are, the courage, the gift, jump into it. And I love seeing people getting, like finding that gift. Mm. And then the mint is a play on mint, M-I-N-T, M-E-N-T, what your success is. It's Mm. a flip of the script. It's definitely not bank accounts, Mm. followings, anything like that. Nobody in the history of ever was on their deathbed like, Yo, I just I got this big bank account, got a lot of money. I'm content with my life. Never gonna happen. It's never, never gonna happen to you yeah. either. Yeah. So it's figuring out what your own success is. So long story short, I love people to find their true encouragement. And so you sit down, you start you write this book out, you start fleshing out the idea. As you went down this road of breakthrough, what were some findings that you discovered where you go, man? this nuance or this fragrance, this, you know, different idea, this, you know, this facet, I discovered this in the writing process or as I was fleshing this out, what has really stood out to you that you go, man, this is one of my favorite parts of the book. Mm, That's so good. It's almost like choosing a favorite kid. Yeah. Right, 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 right. (laughs) No, but yeah, yeah. mine's, I say say my favorite kid. (laughs) That's too funny. So the book is called Breakthrough because, sorry to bring this back, is is the talk that I gave for Nestle. It was, their theme was breakthrough. And I wrote a speech about breakthrough and it was these four points and they they loved it. And I started speaking on it and I was like, okay, there's something to this. Wow. But what I love most about the book is it, it, it's a four-part quadrant, a formula, a mm. guide. In it's it's the tried and true over all these years of working with these NBA players, high-level minds, leaders, that if you live in this, that you live in the breakthrough mode. Mm. So breakthroughs, when you say the word, everybody's like, yeah, sure, that'd be great. I'd take one of those. Yep. But they're abstract, right? Right. You, you can't really go grasp a, a physical breakthrough. It's kind of like that word culture. People say it, and what the heck does it mean until you actually show it? Yeah. So it's these happy little accidents, these, these strokes of luck, being able to actually we recreate these and have it, like mm. a plan to do them, then we can create them daily. And each one of them, the first one is confidence. Mm. It flips it on the head. So I love, I, I love flipping the narrative. Mm. Flipping the narrative in a way that actually is, because I mean, everything basically in life, if you look at what the media says or what 
anybody in society says it's all of an agenda you, you got to look at it the other way because yeah, usually yeah, yeah, yeah. my rule in Smart. life is is if everybody's going one way i'm sprinting the other way as that's fast what, as i possibly can that's why you said that about tv shows you were like uh, uh if everybody's already discovered this show i don't know if i'm gonna be that <laughs> no. into it <laughs> no i don't want to be second at the party i don't want to follow the follow the pack right so confidence we kind of touched on is all about your true self-awareness it has nothing to do with the results it has nothing mm. to do with your resume it has mm. nothing to do with stats or anything right. like that it's all about knowing who you are first cooperation is the second mm. piece and this is knowing the team around you nobody in, can ever do anything by themselves it just doesn't happen right and we are all misfits i mean jesus the best leader there is he comes down and who's he call on the king uh caesar no the misfits the, the fisherman, fisherman the tax collector like we surround ourselves with people who are misfits like the 98 mm. bulls you got jordan the best scorer we got Pippen, the best sidekick, Kerr, the best shooter, Rodman, right. the best crazy man. You don't know what hair color he's going to yeah, show up yeah, with or what right. he's going to do it every night. These misfits make the ultimate team. So you mm. surround yourself with these type of people. And when I say misfits, I mean by that different strengths. Like you don't mm. just put yourself with yes men. Yep. You don't put yourself with just people who are only going to support you. Or then you become the American Idol star, quote unquote star, who quote is unquote. so good. Yeah. But you end up being William Hung, who's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> It's a great name reference. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know if I dropped that one today. Or I what, liked but, it. Uh, so, yeah, your cooperation, knowing, finding your team mm. of different strengths. We are not our weaknesses. That's just a compliments wish list to find mm. our team. So once you have yourself, mm. you have your team. Mm. Now the question is, what are you doing? What are mm. you doing? If you're doing it for yourself, for your own gain, you'll be miserable. Yep. You're never going to get anywhere. Yep. It, it's all about true, genuine service. That's it. And when I say service too, it's it's not necessarily about just going down to the local food bank or, right, or like right. that. Do that. That's great. But true service is about giving your time and energy when it's not convenient for you, when it doesn't fit in your Google calendar, color coordinated, when right. somebody needs you and you are so in a hurry, can you slow down? And when I say this, Chad, I'm, I'm terrible at it. Mm. I, I've got a schedule. And I like to go. Boom. I like, to, I'm go, go, go. Oh, I got this Zoom. Oh, I got this meeting. Oh, I got this. I got this. Yeah. And and there's times my wife will just come and try to give me, like, she'll want to just give me a hug in the afternoon, want to spend some time. And I'm like, you know, I got to get, yeah. get this and then we will. But then I find myself like, okay, I'm doing all this so that I can have time to spend time with her. Like, yeah. it's just giving, and, and we don't know what people are going through either. Mm. Like it, people will hide things, will put on their masks. So if you can be that person, and this is what I do, it's changed my life. Three years ago, I decided I was going to text message three people or send a video message to three people I haven't talked to for a while in my phone, mm. just just encouraging them. Be like, yeah. you know what? Hey, I'm thinking of you. Um, I'm here for you. If there's anything I can do to help and just just let you know I'm in your corner. And some of the messages and responses I've got back have been like, man, I was so down. Like, wow. I, I didn't know if I could go on. Like, potentially could be life-saving. Wow. And we can all do that. Yeah. we That's, that's service. We can yes. all do that. So you have yourself. You have your team. You have the service. And now it's about the, that comes to the purpose. Mm. So purpose, and this, this is a huge point in this that I hit on. Purpose is not necessarily about what you are doing, but it's about who you're doing it for. I love that. Because we are all put here for a different reason. Not mm. everybody is supposed to be a leader on the forefront. You can mm. be a leader behind the scenes. That's you can right. be a leader just in your situation. And that's where it comes back to that whole being obsessed with your passion. Obsessed wow. with your passion. And one of my favorite stories in that book, it's incredible. This guy, Jiro, 
Sushi Dude. If you've seen Zero Dreams of Sushi. I haven't. Ah, man, it's the best documentary. Wow. So he is the best sushi maker in the world. Wow. He's in Japan. Okay? Jeez. So I'm a sushi nut. Like, I'm not talking like, um, you know, Costco sushi. Yeah, I'm not, ta- I'm not yeah, even talking yeah. about Nobu sushi. You're man. talking like, about that Air One sushi. Oh, man, th- I'm kidding. That's <laughs> even low class. I'm talking know, about the authentic. You're about the good stuff. <laughs> the authentic Japanese. So I'd be lying if I told you that I didn't take the job to consult for the Japanese basketball league because of sushi. <laughs> <laughs> so I go over there three days before I have to start work on court. So, because I, I want to find this guy, man. Yeah. Like, I want the best of the best. I'm wow. obsessed was sushi and so i go over there and i can't find him the first couple days and i get this hint this tip of where he's at where his place is at and it it's underneath the train station these train stations are wild i've been over there a ton of times i have no idea where i'm going wow two stories underneath and what you got to understand is japanese people do not like confrontation at all there's so many people over there you're packed in like a sardine on the train but i've never seen anybody push each other Never seen anybody get in a fight. Wow. So I go down there and I want to take a selfie with yeah. the, the zero sushi place. Cause I, yeah. you know, I mean, everything's Instagram. Like, yeah, you don't yeah, know, I didn't yeah, have yeah. to actually go there, but you would th- thought I would. And the guy, the guard slaps my hand and says, no, like he shakes his head. No. Like that's how you, intense it is. That has wow. never happened before. So lacks chance to find this guy. I start on court 9 a.m. There's a Suzuki fish market, which is the most famous fish market. Massive. You got to get there at 4 a.m. where they're selling wow. these. They're selling these giant tunas for like $2,000, $3,000. Kid you not, look it up. It's crazy. I'm there at four. I've got my little Google thing with, with Zero's face on it, and I'm scanning people. And now I, I'm pretty, I'm about 97.2% sure I found him, but the, the old Japanese men kind of all look the same. So, anyways, <laughs> I start following this guy, and he's going from, from spot to spot. This market goes deep, man, like hundreds of hundreds of yards, the same type of fish. Wow. He's going through his routine, and he's picking up the fish. He, he, he's, rubbing the scales he's smelling it he's listening to it all this weird wow. stuff puts it down goes to the next does the same thing goes to the next and the next it's like an hour in. i'm like dude pick a fish already i gotta get rolling and finally he comes to this fish he does the same type of thing does his routine and that's the one he chooses so how incredible is the best sushi maker in the world? Wow. He is going through this to find the best sushi that there Jeez. is to make. He doesn't have to. He doesn't have yeah. to do it. But he brings people joy wow. through the best sushi that there is. Incredible. It's an Incre- amazing in- story. Incredible. I never got to go to his spot. I went to his son's spot, which was, was, pheno- still- was phenomenal. Yeah. But the point is being obsessed. Mm. And I think obsessed is a word that gets just, just thrown under the bus like, nah, no, don't be obsessed. We want balance. We yeah. want 80 20. No, <laughs> right. no, that's just to make people busy. I don't need to go to another yoga class or do this or do that. That's right. the FOMO right there. And and I don't want to be balanced 80 20 loving my wife or the passion I'm on. Be obsessed with the gift God has given you. Wow. And do it with relentless consistency. And that just means and day yeah. after day after day. That's the best compliment I can get from anybody. You are relentlessly consistent. So that's the formula. Confidence plus cooperation plus service plus purpose. And you're living in the breakthrough mode. You're living in the breakthrough. So you got to get all this a flywheel effect. Flywheel. Once yeah. Once you get all this going, then you're living a life, not an event. You're living a life yes. of breakthrough. A rhythm. A rhythm. So it, and it, the thing is, it's not hard. Like it, it's a seamless thing to put. I'm mm. not saying, hey, your morning routine has to have apple cider vinegar and last till 2, <laughs> 2 p.m. Right. Like, no, no. You know who you are. Mm. You, you surround yourself with the people you want to be around. And you're that person for other people. 
Mm. Like, like who, whoever wants to be around people that are negative and says, you know what? I love that guy at the office. He just always brings me down and just such a bad mood. <laughs> right. Why, why be around him? Yep. You can put up with them. I love And even that. like family or friends from your past, no one says you have to give time and energy to them. Right. I don't have to call them and say, hey, I'm never going to talk to you again. But just don't focus on it. Be around yep. people who are life-giving, like yourself, like our friends that we have. Like I tell people, hey, I'm producing a show. And they're like, okay, go for it. Like, yeah, I'm going awesome. to do it. It's going, it's already in the works. It's going to happen. Or I'm going to write another book. I'm going to write a book here. Like, yeah, do it. But, but most people will surround themselves with people like, I'm the crab in the barrel. I'm going to pull you down. Yeah, pull you down. That's yeah, it. That's man. it. So when, how long until you get this going? These four areas, mm. what age? So 24, you start training, you're, 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 um, working for the nets. You come into this sweet space of your life. You're living in Marina Del Rey. How old do you think you were when you started to get all of this working? Probably didn't even have the language on it yet. Yeah. When do you feel like you started to live this out? Man, that's such a great question. Honestly, I would say the moment that I met my wife was probably yeah, yeah, probably it. yeah. <laughs> yeah, when she the cooperation. Walked, yeah, she walked into my life at a coffee bean and tea leaf, taking a random meeting that she thought I wanted to get into acting. She's an actor. She oh, thought yeah. I wanted to get into it. Like yeah. it's the best acting job ever. <laughs> and I mean, it's a constant work in progress, man. Right. Like if if anybody says they have it all together in any situation, right. they're lying straight to your face. Yep. It's just a it, having a framework and having a guide that's something I can come back to is like that's it for me. Just knowing that I have this here because, right. like, I still doubt myself. Like, sure. s- wake up with with doubt, and I have a tool for this too. So in the book, there's tools for each of these sections, and this one's one of my favorites because most people say, "Oh man, yeah, imposter syndrome." I say it's a great thing to have imposter syndrome. That mm. means you're doing something. Nobody that was sitting on their couch playing video games all day ever had imposter syndrome. That's a great point. So when you walk to brush your teeth in the morning or take a shower, which I hope you all do, there's a mirror. It's always a mirror. And that mirror is the mirror of self-doubt, foggy Mm. mirror. So you imagine that it's it's all foggy because we have 50,000 self-talk thoughts daily. Wow. Do all these crazy studies and 80% of them are negative. 40,000 negative self-talk thoughts floating through your mind. Wild. So the, the, crazy. the motion is we, our hands are our tools. We always have our hands with us. Mm. So you just stand there in front of the mirror and you make a motion of wiping the fog away. Mm. Wipe the fog away. Mm. So now you're making that decision internally with your subconscious. Okay, I'm not living in self-doubt. I'm living in the confidence, self-awareness of who I am. Just do that motion. It's like the confidence stance. You stand confident. Yeah. You're supposed to feel more confident. Whatever. I don't know if right. that works, but <laughs> I know this does. <laughs> so, yeah, man, it's, it's a like I, I build these habits into my day. And I mean, surrounding yourself with the right people, serving, like I said, it's, it's yep. not doesn't always come easy for me. And I'm not even telling you like, hey, if you do this, this is when your breakthrough is going to happen. Right. But I will tell you, if you don't do it, they're going to continue to be happy accidents and they won't happen. That's the worst. That's the worst. Yeah. And I think, you know, people like yourself and, you know, we met through Colin Henderson. That's how we got connected. Yeah. And guys like Colin, guys like John Gordon, Ed's here in the book, yourself, highly motivated, highly intentional people. Um, I like that you acknowledge that, you know, I'm not perfect. And I, I, you know, you deal with doubt. We all, I always say, we all have a touch of insecurity. We all have a touch of doubt. But that's why you have to build a confidence routine or you have to build the tools that you're talking about because that you won't get breakthrough dwelling on the negative things and you mm. won't get breakthrough sitting around. 
Totally. You have to be active. You have to acknowledge. You have to be even vulnerable and transparent as a person. This is where I'm at. Everybody wants breakthrough. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. breakthrough is different for each person. Totally. Yep. Think yep. about that. Think about your breakthrough is different than my breakthrough because I'm stuck in an area of my life that you're probably unstuck. So I got to get this going in my life because there's there's breakthroughs that I need for me for me to become the best version of myself. I'm putting the headphones around the neck just because it looks yeah, cool. Yeah, and also cool. I can't hear anything because nothing's coming through, so I'm taking my off. <laughs> All right, we just we just lost power mid-pod. Love saying pod. <laughs> got to. We were flowing, and then I don't know what happened, man. This is the, the craziest storm to ever hit LA is going on right now. <laughs> well, let me tell you this. I... They're trying to keep us away from getting this this message out here. They might be trying to keep us down. The devil might be trying to keep us down. But we pull out cell phones. That's right. We've got candles lit. That's and what leadership get, is. It is. Leadership I, is making the most hmm. of what you have. Totally. It's not about what happens to you. It's about how you respond to what happens mm-hmm. to you. Yep. Adversity strikes. That's when the best leaders step forward. That's right. That's right. If we're going to give up now, that would have, we talked about the don't give up. We can't give up on this. Colin, Colin says, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face. <laughs> you know who said that? Mike Tyson. Oh, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Mike Tyson. It's right. Mike. I yeah. love that song. It's one of my favorite quotes. Because yeah. it's true. Mm-hmm. Like everybody thinks that they know, knows, you know what's good. We all have these yeah. confidence routines and you know this, that, and the other. But... What about when you're down by 15 in the fourth quarter? Dude, let me give you this tool that I do with my NBA players that people can use in their life. So we all visualize and we want to see things that happen the way we want them to happen. Mm. So people will visualize a a basketball game or NBA players will. They'll see themselves scoring points or we'll see ourselves doing this or we step on stage or we make a business sale or at home or whipping up these amazing pancakes. Whatever it is, you see yourself doing it in a great light. But the real ones that separate themselves, they visualize it when the storm hits. Ooh. Because the storm is always going to hit. Always. Nothing ever goes the way it's planned. But Never. how are you going to react? If Are you going to look at it as like, oh, well, the storm hit. I'm just going to come back into my shell. Or it's, all right, I've already seen this happen. I know how this plays out. Right. I got this. Yep, yep. I think it goes back to, to like what John talks about a lot, John Gordon. Mm-hmm. The power of positive leadership. Yeah. How can you stay positive in the midst of adversity? Yes. I love watching Russell Wilson on the sideline. They're down by 20. They're, you know, they're not playing that game. He's going around. He's like, come on, we got this. We're in this. Like, don't give up hope. Yeah. And just half of it is just lifting above your emotions and saying the right things in the right time to people. Absolutely. And those type of people, Russell Wilson's, John Gordon's, like what I love about them, and I don't know Russell, but I know John real well, is – they don't just like encourage, they don't just support, they also challenge. Mm. So I think the best leaders, and it's in the book, there's a chapter about it, that the best leaders challenge and support, mm. not just one. Like, so I'll give you an example story here. Two years ago, I get an offer from the Phoenix Suns to run their whole player development. Why? Like James Jones is flying me down there for three months and I'm wow. consulting for him. Like, we're gonna give you the reins and could bring in all my sleep optimization, my health and wealth. Like I'm a nut for that kind of stuff. All of it. Dream job on the table. Everybody's like, David, take it. That's so great. You're back in NBA. Yeah. And I have a conversation with John. He's like, okay, that's cool. But is that really what you want to be doing? Is that really what? 
Oh God. <laughs> Let's keep it rolling. The beats, baby. Oh, does it get any raw, more raw and good, better than this? That's my was new that your, Was that your whole playlist? No, 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 no. It's good. So this this thing also has like little musical options and like applause. That's and my new walk up. That's supposed right. to be an intro, yeah. So you want to go All right, for it. I'll run that right. So, so it's dream job. Everybody's saying you should take job. it. And then I talked to John. I have this conversation with John. He's like, yeah, is that really what you want to do for the rest of your life? Is that yeah. what? Is that what God's put you to do, just be on a basketball court? Wow. Zach, I think you have so much more in you. Jeez. So instead of taking what everybody else said was this amazing job, I knew it was going to keep me from my great. So these, if I didn't have John, if I didn't have Ed Milet, if I don't have you now, if I don't have these people that are going to support me, yes, but also, hey, I'm going to challenge you too. I'm going to push you. That's what great leaders do. I think it's what great leaders do. That's right. Well, we want to say thank you so much for joining us on Leadership Lean In, the first podcast ever to have the power go out. Make sure you check out this amazing book by this amazing man. Thank you so much. Chad, you're the best. For being thank on you. this podcast. Thank we love you. you. We'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.